Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, the media monkeys and the junket junkies invite you to the plastic pantomime. Oh, I see. So now I'm an outsider. Robot is online. Media Outsiders. Welcome to the Media Outsiders, a look at media from the outsider's point of view. If you want to be on the show, call 724-898-2110. Now here's your host, Logan. Great host, you say? Then I'm Logan. Sunday nights, so that means it's time for a show that's heard coast to coast, nation to nation, entertainment unleashed, and that's the Media Outsiders. I'm your host, Logan, and the Media Outsiders is recorded live every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central Time. If you'd like to give us a shout, the number is 724-898-2110. You can also pop into our chat room, which is fun, free, and exciting by logging in at www.tinyurl.com forward slash media outsiders. If you're listening via one of the streaming widgets or badges online, you can find a lot of our past episodes available at mediaoutsiders.com, where the lazy host still hasn't updated the most recent episodes. So someone needs to kick me for that. Any volunteers? I'm booting you virtually right now. Okay. There you go. Feel that? Uh, no, no, but there you will find cast bios, or most of them. You will find video tutorials on how to use the TalkShoe system. You'll find past episodes, celebrity interviews, and video game reviews in video format. Ooh, all that available at MediaOutsiders.com. So first we need to say and thank his name is, or the name is Ed, not his name, but his name is Ed too. But the name is Ed, <laughs> our new one of our new co-hosts here. Who uh, this past week he did a remastered intro for us. So thank you very much, Ed, for that. Yeah, quite all right. Quite had fun doing it. Had some fun uh, digging up some interesting uh, clips and uh, quotes and jamming them all together. It was fun. Yeah, it's just kind of strange not hearing. Squidlord at the end, but we'll get used to that. I could always chuck them back in there. If you, if you really miss them a lot, I can put that right back in there again. <laughs> we may have to talk about that because that's just tradition. I mean, he's kind of like Beetlejuice. <laughs> you say his name three times, and maybe he might appear. Maybe he might even tonight. So, <laughs> But this is part of the time that's called the 10-second spotlight. Here's where we talk to our guests who are on the phone and uh, introduce them. Let you let us know what's going on, how their week has been, all in ten seconds or a little bit more. My week has been my my week has been smelly. It's been stinky. Uh, 
one of our aides for my mother inadvertently unplugged one of our deep freezers last week yeah. and forgot to plug Ugh. it back in. They, they unplugged it to, to plug the vacuum in. It didn't plug it back in. And 10 years worth of frozen meat thawed. Wow. So you, you can guess the smell of in the house here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, of course, we didn't find this out. The smell didn't start happening until two, late Monday morning. Garbage had already picked up, so it's not for a whole nother week before garbage picks up again. So I had to get all the stuff out of the freezer, take it outside, where I finally took it out to the curb today. That didn't work. We moved the freezers themselves, found that water had leaked with the the smell, so everything had to come up, and it's been a fun week. <laughs> so, oh, oh. you know, I've been there. Actually, I had the same thing happen to me a few years ago. We had our, our uh, freezer in our we had one in our garage, and it it died. So I completely know what you're going through. It was, it's it's a horrible smell. It's a horrible smell to get out of your house. Well, we we had two. We had a big six, one of the big six feet long deep freezers, and that one's still working. But we had to move that out to the garage just to get the mopping up so that's out there now the small small freezers outside for good so it's it was a horrible time but yeah but i'm making up for it by uh i took over the space after we got it cleaned up took us two days of mopping just to get rid of the smell and uh i've turned it into my new model workshop so oh, there you go side benefit why not yep that's good and Great. as always we have diet coke in the ever present cup so, Ed, what's been up with you this week? Well, let's see. I'm uh, first of all, I'm drinking water again because I'm a completely boring guy. And this week, let's see. This week, I've been spending time. My my free time watching this week has been uh, a classic that is completely cheesy, but I love it. It's from my childhood. It is. Uh, I've been watching uh, Voyagers with uh, oh, yes. John Eric Hexum and Mino Pellucci and. Uh, Enjoying it and uh, in all of its completely corny uh, glory. Can you give me a quick reminder? Quick reminder of what that is. Yeah, Voyagers was a, a series from 1982 to 83. It's very short-lived. It was one season, and it was uh, with uh, John Eric, John Eric Hexum played uh, a time traveler who yes. stu- who stumbles. I, I the, remember that show. You remember it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I, was, I just wasn't sure that. I wasn't sure what the title was, but yes, I loved that show. With the, the his time travel device was broken. He had he had lost his history book, and yet the kid knew more history than he did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to, you have to get over the the idea of a full grown you know thirty something man having no clue about history at all, yet being assigned a time travel device, and then you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but it's a good uh, it, it's a good uh, you know. For me, it's reliving my childhood because it was it was a show that I absolutely loved. They played it in reruns for years, but um, yeah, so that's that's I've been uh, kind of binging on that this week. Well, my problem was this, and I, I loved the little the time device, the little compass type thing, and it looked like a pocket watch. So I was going around looking for pocket watches in pawn shops to see which one might have been a time machine. <laughs> The Omni, the Omni, the, Omni, the, the red, right. red, yeah, red and green, red and green light. Oh yeah, I always, I wanted one of those as a kid so bad. A real one, you know, one that worked, of course. Yep, because those exist. Well, let's move on. And Rick Wall, how are you doing? 
Well, uh, this week's been kind of uneventful, as usual. Uh, although this weekend I haven't felt very good. As a matter of fact, I kind of fell asleep and or passed out. Well, not passed out, but uh, fell asleep uh, watching TV, and I just got up uh, a few minutes before I called in. And are you drinking anything? Not right at the moment. Because if I do, I have a funny feeling it might come right back up. Well, we don't want that. So. Nope. Nope. I'll second that. Or if it does come up, at least mute yourself first. (laughs) I already had a lot of nasty sounds on Walking Dead. We don't need to have you uh, throwing up, please. Okay? All due respect, but. Well. Now we want to talk to Scottish Pearl, who has sneaked in here. Hello, Scottish Pearl. Hello. Now, Scottish Pearl, you did something very interesting, which actually I forgot to touch on this week, didn't you? You were a spectator. I was. Yes, there was that. uh, You did a, uh, with Squidlord, the live game session on YouTube, and I popped in to watch what you guys were doing with your little spaceships. You and your evil son. My evil son, yes. He was pretty sure you guys were going to lose. Yeah. It was looking a little touch and go there for a little bit, though, you have to admit. Not for my side. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just yeah, to, well, you did really well. You were, like, the second highest. To, to, explain, to explain people, a lot of times Squid and I do real-world video streaming games, and... Uh, where we'll actually play some games and people can watch via Hangout and streaming at the same time on YouTube. And this week we did Homeworld Remastered. And uh, another one of our friends were on there, so three three humans versus three CGI-controlled enemies for this game. And, uh, yeah, it was it was rather fun. But the, the thing is, Scottish Pearl's watching. She allowed her son to watch two and he's making a comment these guys really suck (laughs) he just saw that you were in trouble (laughs) well okay he's watching squid because squid's streaming so all the all the camera actions on him yes i'm down in the lower corner and i'm I'm building fleets left and right and i'm just going out there killing things and i had double the, the amount of enemy ships killed compared to everyone else yeah you did i i think it actually if you combine squids and uh in CN's kills, mine were still higher than the nurse combined. Oh, you were kicking butt. But I'm I'm good at strategy and everything, being former military. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. But I'm sitting here thinking this kid's saying that we we stink, and here I am wiping everything out in sight. We win at the end, <laughs> and I want your your son to be punished. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have we are free to have our own opinions about gaming in this household. So that was his opinion. He's allowed to have it. <laughs> okay, well, we are saying this officially on air that your son has a false opinion, and it was proven right, proven false. So, ha. It was proven false. If you watch the video, though, you can see that Squidward was having some issues at the time that that occurred. And we couldn't see how kick-butt you were doing, so. Okay, okay. And let's let's look at this a different way. And if anyone and Tindar, you can you can attest to this. And anyone who watches, 
when you watch Squid, he always sucks. <laughs> probably because he has so many things he's trying to focus on. He can't nope. really hone in on the game. You should, see, no? you should see him playing a first-person shooter game. He admits that like when shooting games, he sucks at it, and he hides behind Eric the half of me. He uses Eric <laughs> as a human shield. There's <laughs> so, a strategy for you. It, it, there you it's, go. It's a strategy of the evil scientist tyrant hiding and leading from the rear. So That sounds about right. He would be the maniacal leader with the minions. He, yeah. He'd be a good officer. That's right. <laughs> what are you drinking, uh, Scottish Pearl? I, I'm enjoying some LaCroix sparkling water right now. Okay, excellent. Well, one last person on the phone to talk to, and that's our weekly game of Where's Kindar? Good evening, everybody, from Texarkana, Texas. Oh, not too far from me, about about 140 miles or so from me. So two and a half hours, not bad. Yep. With my truck, I'm sure everybody else can do it way faster. Um... It's nice and comfortable here tonight. Finally, well, it's actually funny. I mean, it's been, I've been, it's been surprisingly cool because I think I've been in Texas for the last few days. Um, well, cool for me anyway. And uh, let's see, what have I, what have I done? Uh, see, the first draft for my no- my first novel is finished. The what was supposed to be a first draft of my second novel, but it's turning out into more of an outline, is done. And uh, I can't think. My brain is kind of burnt again. Um, played some RimWorld today. They had an update a few weeks ago that, uh, at least for me anyways, making the game a little more playable. Okay. And... And I'm drinking milk, like the good cat that I am. All right, excellent. Well, I'm just checking here to see if we have anyone else maybe wanting to pop on. We do not. I've been trying to drag a special guest in, so. But there is one last person to uh, to welcome, and that's our mystery voice. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago, you might have been funny. I think it might have been longer than that. Well, starting off as we always do, the box office numbers. And the box office this week, in my opinion, stinks, to be honest. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, it does. Uh, We're going to start off with number one, and it's actually a movie which I'm going to be doing as my review this week as well. Because I actually went and saw this. Cinderella. Cinderella, it brought in good numbers. It's a Disney film. It brought in $70 million. The budget's $95 million. It opened that week. Opened this week. So probably by next week, it'll have made its money back. So not too bad. Number two, and here's the one that sucks big time, in my opinion. Run all night. Uh, uh, this is a Liam Neeson film. How often? Another one. Another one, yeah. How often do you see a Liam Neeson film only open with $11 million? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but, 
Well, but that's because at this point, people kind of know what to expect, and they don't bother with it. Uh, yeah, it's a Liam Neeson's gonna run with a gun to save his son. You know, how many times have we seen that? It's the same thing over and over again. Oh, and, yeah. And he's gonna stare, box. he's gonna stare, and he's gonna threaten people. And That's he's right. gonna be sexy. Yep. I just wanna give him his credit. He's gonna be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> because men with guns are hot. There we go. Is that how it works? Okay, I'll carry a gun more often. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For crying out loud, why haven't I got a bunch of women on my arms then? <laughs> <laughs> You're not flashing the weapon around enough. <laughs> okay, if you go look at my Facebook uh, profile page, you'll see some pictures of me carrying some very big guns. Ooh. And were the women trailing you? No, they, they weren't. I mean, ah, man. It, it even has a chainsaw on the end of it. Oh, come on, it's even the bonus. You should have had them all lined up. It's, it's one of the life-size prop guns from Gears of War. But were you running from the mafia at the time? No, I was posing because I don't have to run. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was posing kind of like, come after me. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot four, 200 plus pounds. Not many people are wanting to pick on me. <laughs> and if you look behind me, let's see, maybe I need to go look at this picture myself. I mean, maybe you might even see Squid hiding in the background. Oh, no, that's only video <laughs> games. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, talking about people that like their guns, Kingsman, the Secret Service is still out there. $6.2 million, $107 million domestic, $81 million budget, fifth week out, so it's still doing good for five weeks out. Mm. Number four, Focus. Not a lot of people are focusing on this film, apparently, because it only has $5.8 million. And third week out, it still hasn't even touched this budget domestically. $44 million domestic, $50 million budget. And Ouch. last but not least, this is a big one. It's a big ouch. This one needs to go to the scrapyard. Chappie, $5.8 million, 23.3 domestic. $49 million budget, second week out. Yeah, that's getting torn apart by the critics. It's a shame because, you know, that had really a lot of potential. I was looking forward to that. Well, when you have... Oh, from, what, from what I've... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, but from what I've heard is that the advertising is entirely... It's completely misleading. Oh. You, you really don't get the movie that you've been told you were going to have. Well, also, and here's the other thing, and I think I mentioned this last week. Two of the stars of the film. Now, it was it was filmed in Johannesburg. It's a South a South African film. It's by the guy who did District Nine, which has really been the only big hit he's had. I think he did Elysium. And then he's done uh, he's done Chappie, and he has. Charlito Carlton, who was from District 9 and Elysium, he's in all his films. And, of course, that's Chappie in this film. And he does a good job, the actor. I have no issues there. He was the best thing in it. But if you've seen the trailers, there are two South African rappers. It's a couple. And I forgot what their names are. Uh, the girl's na name is Yolandi Visser. And I'm sorry, but they're they're scary to look at. Mm. When your female lead has 
gold sparkly face paint, bleach blonde hair. I mean, everything's gold, and she just has a, a wicked stare that makes you, makes you want to look underneath your bed for the monsters. <laughs> and she's on the screen all the time. It's not very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> so. And I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen this yet, but, um, you know, I, what scared me personally off from seeing it is the um, everyone is wailing about the uh, the script. And apparently it's really, really badly written. Um, and that, you know, the what you're seeing in the, the trailers and all the commercials are fantastic graphics because they got the they got the, the special effects great. I mean, they did a, they did a good job on the visuals. But uh, apparently that the script is just absolute crud, which is unfortunate, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I'm trying to find a picture of this this girl here. Here's her normal look. And I'm sorry, but she's just, to me, and I'm typing into the chat room, which means it's going to take about 30 seconds to a minute to appear. Uh, she's creepy looking. I'm sorry. But if you've seen the trailer, she's the little blonde girl that's teaching them, your name is Chappy, and stuff like that. So, just very creepy looking. And that doesn't help with the film with that. So, have you guys heard the news this week? Uh, which one? There, I mean, the one I've heard, heard is about Terry Pratchett. But... Well, and yet, I, 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 forgot, I forgot to mention that even. So, uh, Kindar, do you want to touch on that briefly? Uh, well, okay. Uh, Terry Pratchett died this week. Uh, he was the author of the Discworld series. That's what he's, a mo- he's uh, mostly known for. Uh, I never read that series, so I can't really comment. Uh, that's about all I know about it. I mean, there was something about a, um, an interesting Twitter chain that uh, went out after he died. Uh, that's the extent of what I know. Yep, I forgot about him. I've read some other books that he has written, just and I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I think it's been one book. I haven't read any of his big titles. So. But a lot of fans are upset with his passing, so we're sorry for this. And well, wish his family he, he has told everybody who to blame for it, so they can go blame death. I mean, that's what you always blame, so, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, well, well, we we can say we can blame Squidlord, too, because he goes by Thantos for his email, so, I mean, Thantos is affiliated with death, so Squidlord's fault. There you go. There you go. Blame it on him. Well, the news I was talking about is... Disney is has had a lot of news out this week, and they just want some cold, hard cash coming in. So they've announced... Uh, talking fro- sequels, right? A Frozen sequel. Oh, yeah. Yes, they, cold cash with Frozen. Yeah, I'm I'm on a roll. So... <laughs> but, <laughs> no, they're I mean, going to milk... They're going to milk that one. They, I mean, they're going to... I knew they would before I even heard that. Yeah, but Can I mean, you repeat that? You went you went silent for me for uh, quite a few seconds. I didn't hear what you said. Well, I was saying that uh, 
and I'm I'm just looking. Someone sent me a a message. So, uh, Michigan Jim, one of our fans, a good friend of mine, we were just saying that Disney has announced a Frozen sequel, and that's the biggest ah uh, entertainment news this week. Uh, but then again, when the movie makes over one point two seven billion. It really shouldn't be that surprising. So, yeah, no, yeah. I, I I will say, yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be quite surprising, except that uh, Disney doesn't have the best track record with sequels. <laughs> well, you know, they have a lot of a lot of sequels that you, you they shouldn't even be called sequels. I mean, like you know, the direct to video garbage that they put out over the years. Kind of, well, that's kind of what I mean. That, yeah, that's the yeah. majority of people. So, yes, yeah, uh, Latimer is much better at handling all that, but it's still Disney, so that worries me a lot. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. Frozen, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I, I don't, I really, yes, I know they can surprise me, but that is not a story. That lends itself to a sequel. Well, I think it, I think you can make a sequel out of pretty much anything if they really want to. It's a matter of whether or not it's going to be. Uh, they, I, yeah, I, you know. I, I agree with you, Ed. The thing is, some things lend themselves to it much easier than others. Yeah, yeah. You know, Frozen is a whole story like you. You, you're not even you're not left with hints of what else might happen. They've told the story. It was about Elsa, his her sister. That's been resolved. It was well done. Honestly, that should have been. They should do put it there. They should take that sequel they want to make and change it enough that it's a brand new movie. I think Disney's proven you can make uh, as many sequels as you want to, although they they're probably going to be really bad. But I, I hope that's not the case here. I mean, I hope I hope that uh, it it is as well done as the first one because it would just be a shame that I think a, I think a complete insult to the original to make this a direct to you know to DVD you know piece of junk. Well, um, I am with you. I am with you are, on that one. Are you guys talking about sequels to Disney stuff, or are you talking about Sequels in general. Of I am talking people. about sequels to Disney movies. Okay. You know, look look at uh, Tarzan two as an example. You know, it it <laughs> look that one up on the Internet Movie Database. It's a uh, not not something that's exactly a classic. That was something that came out in the eighties, right? No, nah, Tarzan two was was uh, it was actually it was two thousand five, but. Oh. You know, it's another one of these these movies they slap together. They have, you know, their their in betweeners for their animation. The the guys who fill in the extra cells on their movies, they they do the whole thing. You know, they put in as mi- minimal frames in the movie, and and they make it uh, just good enough that you know that people might go pay for it one way or another. But uh, what bothers me, what bothers me about all of this is that Disney really is not a company that needs to do that. They don't need the money that much. Yes, they can always use more money, but they don't need it. You know, uh, Universal, Paramount, yeah, okay, they they need the money. They always need the money. But Disney really 
should set themselves up as the quality movie company, the one where they don't waste money on sequels, they just give you great movies. If something's a trilogy or something, if it's based, then that's fine. But this is not what that, Frozen, that's not what it was. Frozen was a standalone movie, and it should stay as such. Yeah, well, Disney's never Disney's never been about money they need. It's more about how much money they can get. You ever tried going to Disney World recently? You don't know what I mean. No, no, I've, I've <laughs> never set foot. I have yeah. never set foot there. You know, it, it shouldn't cost a hundred dollars a ticket to get into a park for one person. You know, they're not about you know how much money they need. It's 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 their. Unfortunately, they make really good stuff. And I've got no complaints about their quality, but yeah, they they're just out to grab money here in any any place they can. Unfortunately, I'll still watch their movies, but I you know I I don't get I don't quite get their their um their business uh, business side how they decide to you know do certain things. Sequels uh, they've just done a really terrible job making sequels. So we'll see what happens with this one. I hope they do a good job with it. Well, the thing you really need to worry about. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I I was going to lead on to a different topic with it. So go ahead and finish your statement, then I'm going to lead on. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to say. For me to even consider trying to see Frozen 2 in theater, Bruce is going to have to give it really, really a good rating. We'll have to see about that, got- because they had the, the Frozen Fever, the animated little thing, came, came out with Cinderella this week. And I'll say that that actually, I give that fairly good rating. So, I mean, if they're going to just keep going along that lines, sure, it was a little short film, eight, eight minutes long or so, uh, then they have a good chance with the, with the film. So... And the entire original cast is coming back. So I'm, I'm sure that Edunham Menzel or whatever, whatever John Travolta wants to call her now, too, <laughs> will have some kind of great song out there, and we'll go from there, right? So, and by the way, this little mini, mini eight-minute thing that they had that came out, they even had a song in that, too, throughout the whole thing. And it, it worked fairly well. So now you were talking about Disney making sequels. So let's hope that they can work well with this next one because uh, they have announced some dates for some more sequels coming up, and that is Star Wars Episode Eight it has a release date of May twenty sixth, two thousand seventeen. Of course, everyone knows that Episode Seven is coming out this year. And hopefully Disney doesn't destroy these these sequels out there. Hold my breath. They have also given a release date and a name for the first of the standalone films, Star, Ro- Star Wars Rogue One. Will release on December sixteenth, two thousand sixteen. Rogue One. Okay. Well, that the Rogue Squadron is the name of the, of Luke's X-wing fighter squadron from from the Star Wars trilogies. Felicity, yep. Felicity Jones is the lead role in this. 
So we shall see. Hey. Uh, and oh, here's some trivia. Let's see. Does anyone know Luke's designation in the Rogue Squadron? Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. Way, way too long ago for me. Unfortunately, if anyone types into the chat room, it'll take forever. But Ed, any idea? Oh, Lord. Uh, honestly, no, I no, I have no idea that I, you know, Scottish, I don't think I've ever known this, whether I paid attention to it or not. Scottish Pearl, Rick. I don't remember. It's been way too long. Rogue five. Back I was going to guess rogue, rogue leader. I don't know. <laughs> nope. No, I, no, I knew he wasn't leader. I knew he wasn't leader. That's, uh, damn it, I forgot his name. Star Wars Episode Four uh, was, he was Rogue Five. Later on in the, the Rogue books, he became Rogue Leader, but. He does? In, in, there was actually a series of books called Rogue Squadron, novels. Yeah, but, I, but but he he wasn't an important character in the in those books, was he? I remember him as being just a background character, and it focused on the Rogue Squadron minus him, basically. Right, but at the time, I be missed, uh, they they had mentioned in the books that he was Rogue Leader, and this these books take place huh. after Return of the Jedi. He was Rogue Leader, and he handed it off to Wedge. Oh, you're Wedge. There we go. That's, that was his name. Okay. So he was rogue leader, and he handed everything over to Wedge. So, okay, so that that's why I didn't remember him as being rogue leader. Okay, but of course, all of those books have been wiped from continuity; they are now gone. And there's a new Star Wars book that just came out this last month, actually, "Heir to the Jedi," and it is a Luke Skywalker book. And it, they are rebooting and actually Disney's idea of what's happened between the movies. And this takes place immediately after episode four. So I just started reading that actually Good for them. last night. Uh, what do you think of what you've read at this point? It's only been the first chapter. So, What do you think of the first chapter? Uh, not bad. It's by an author who I've never heard of before. Uh, so, not bad. We'll have to see how the story goes. Unfortunately, I've been more distracted. Uh, there's something I've been doing the past three days, and I have gone through and... I used to be an avid reader of the Walking Dead comic books. And around issue 105, I stopped reading it. Just got sidetracked. So I've gone back, and I have them all on my tablet... And over the past three days, I have reread numbers 1 through 138, which is where we're currently left off. So that's what I've been doing at night is is doing that and keeping my... So I haven't had a whole lot of time for novel reading. But I am up to date on The Walking Dead now. And we do have one last piece of news here. And this one, I, I don't know how I feel about. But rumor has it, and of course everyone knows how rumors are. Some news came out this week that Sony is going to produce their own Ghostbuster film. 
six weeks ago or so, it was announced that there's going to be a female Ghostbuster film with an entire female cast. Yep. I heard about that. Oh, yeah. Sony has yeah. decided they're going to come out and they are rebuilding and they are producing a male-driven Ghostbuster action movie. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Starring Channing Tatum and Chris Pratt as possible stars. Yeah, I mean, all I can say, all, all I can say is, okay. I mean, it's not a franchise that inspires me. I mean, yes, I like the first movie, but it's been so long that at this point they can do whatever they want, and it's going to have to stand on its own. For me, Ghostbusters has to be as many of the original casts. Yeah, I felt the same way about it. Yeah. And you know the I, the new the new Ghostbusters the the female uh, Ghostbusters are planning on doing the uh, the cast they chose did not inspire me and they're all good actresses but um, I don't know I just hope it, I hope it's not going to be one of these things where they parody the original you know and make fun of the original with with a new movie you know like I'll uh, you know Brady Bunch you know that kind of thing not that. Anybody cares that anyone ever made fun of Brady Bunch? But you know what I'm trying to say. You know, it's like I just I just hope they honor the original one somehow, and you know, make it make it a comedy, make it funny, but make it you know, um, something that that you know original fans can relate to, and they don't feel insulted by. They like they do a lot of times when they you know do these remakes. You know, well and anyway, when I go see the female Ghostbuster, I'm going to bring tomatoes. <laughs> okay, you might need them. Well, no, let me finish. If Slimer is female, I'm chucking tomatoes at the screen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Ed? Yeah? I, I have a different view on the movie. I do not want it to be a comedy. Oh, it's going to be. Actually, I'm, I, I'm curious, but I don't want it. I mean, as a comedy, where the hell can it go? I mean, I yeah. want it as a drama. Yeah, well, the female one's going to be flat-out comedy. They already said that. Yeah, I mean, you got you got you got Kristen Wiig, you got Melissa McCarthy, you got Cecily Strong. It's going to be a comedy. I mean, they wouldn't be in there if it wasn't going to be. Well, and I mean, the same thing, let's face it. Chris Pratt and Channing Tatum here for this one. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be more along the lines of the 21 Jump Street franchise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Unless... unless Unless Tatum is Stomach taking his shirt, I don't see him doing <laughs> doing any true action. <laughs> the thing is, Chris can be a a good is a good actor. So I mean, I I could see him doing a drama. But like I said, this is just my my wish for the movie. If it comes out as a full drama, I will do my best to go see it. As a comedy, I'm just gonna wait till it's it's out on DVD in the discount bin. I, I can't see a comedy of the Ghostbuster being worthwhile. That's it's as simple as that for me. Well, I will say this: that uh, Ivan Retman, who actually did the first Ghostbuster franchise, he is producing this male-driven one. So that will be a step toward it, having one of the original producers in there. Uh, and they, they say the directors may 
this is Big May, be Joe and Anthony Russo, who did Captain America the Winter Soldier, and they are doing Captain America Civil War. This would be the next film after that for them. And welcome back, number four, to the chat room. If you type anything in, talk show is having some issues, so it may take 30, min- 30 seconds or so to appear. Now, you were going to say, Ed? No, I was just going to say, I mean, the original Ghostbusters was, it was a comedy. I mean, it, it was. And I don't have an issue with the, the new one being a comedy. But again, I just, I, I just don't want to see them just pan the original one. It's just shouldn't that shouldn't be done not with not with ghostbusters it's iconic you know yeah and like i said with the female one if they like i said if they make slimer a female and of course we'll know about it early with the internet i will i will throw tomatoes (laughs) i might even go as far as bringing canned tomatoes (laughs) careful now (laughs) if slimer is in the movie either one of them it's gonna be bad right there. Uh, well, you know, with with CGI being what it is now, if they, I'd be shocked if they didn't. I just, I, kind of, it's obligatory, you know. Slimer belongs to the original movie. Nowhere else. Slimer's gonna be in it. If they, if they, if they, oh. they so they, is Dan Aykroyd, but you know. <laughs> they can't, they can't do a Ghostbuster film and not at least have a cameo of, of Slimer. I disagree. I, I don't see it happening. I don't see them not putting Slimer in in some way or another, even if it's mounted. If you, if you could mount the ghost, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> even if it's just them panning by and maybe a painted mural of the original cast... Where maybe the females okay, that or, would, or the men that would work. taking over the firehouse, yeah. and you see a, a painting of the original cast with Slimer, you're, there's going to be some references to Slimer and to the originals. I guarantee it. A reference I'm okay with. I, ju- I just don't want the character to be in there. That's all, that's all I'm asking for. I, I don't want Slimer as a character in the movie. Well, he's going he's gonna to be in the movie as a character. I, I guarantee it. A, a cameo yeah. spot of some sort. If you ask kids, name their favorite character from Ghostbusters. They're going to think back to the cartoon. And, of course, it was Slimer and the Ghostbusters was the name of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Slimer cereal, Slimer this, Slimer that, Slimer slime. Yeah. I mean, Slimer is the Ghostbusters. He's the face of the franchise. Yeah, but the kids today don't know, haven't grown up with any of that. This is a chance to give them something new that that would fit in that continuity without screwing it up. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a cameo of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, too. I think you're going to see at least one or two original cast members. I think it'd be a good idea if they did a, a kind of like a, you know, passing the torch thing where they, you know, they're training new members of this team, you know. But I, oh, I don't think they're going, going to, to do see, that. But you know, here's my prediction: you're going to see Dan Aykroyd and you're going to see Ernie Hudson. That'd be cool. 
Yeah. I like that. I'm okay with them. I am okay with them having a cameo in there. Maybe Annie Potts, too. Rick Moranis has retired from acting. He said he's not coming back to acting. Uh, Bill Murray, I don't think, will ever show up in another Ghostbuster film. I don't want... I don't want to see him in other movies. It's as simple as that. And Rick has dropped off. We lost Rick. Bye, Rick. Rest in peace, Rick. <laughs> well, maybe his ghost will come back to haunt us. Maybe Rick is Slimer, and we just never knew. You just insulted him. No. no, that's okay. I insult everybody and anybody. I insult everybody and anybody. So first of all, first of all, I never insulted him. It was all no, not Kindar. you. Kindar insulted. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault. He's gone. Anyway, Kindar, you're trying to drive my 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 guest away. There's only one thing for you. Oh no, there's no. Tr- there's absolutely no crimes involved in it. I'm actually doing it. <laughs> Yes, you are. You're, you're almost as good as our president at driving people away. <laughs> well, it is time to move on to some movie news here. And I'm going to review a movie. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I've got some bad news for you. Normally, we always say that we're not going to have spoilers. Well, this time Uh-oh. I have to give you our spoiler alert. Well, spoiler alert before you say things like that. Because I'm going to spoil Cinderella. Because if anyone hasn't you seen... Spoil. You can't spoil Cinderella. Who the hell does not know that story? See, that's, that's just, the advantage just, I have. Just don't tell me what kind of shoes she wears. Don't tell me that. I want to be surprised. I'm sorry. They're, they're glass. Oh, man. You did it. I, I spoiled. But, yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Disney film, and it was a live-action recreation of the Disney cartoon to the point of even bringing the evil stepsisters' names over, which a lot of people don't know their names. Does anyone here know the names of the evil stepsisters or the mother, for that matter? Yes, evil stepsister one, evil stepsister no, two. No, there's An- An- Anastasia Drusilla Tremaine. Isn't that right? Oh, that is exactly right. Yes. Wow. Aww. You get the prize. You win. Oh, I get the prize because I'm the girl that knows these things. <laughs> you win the internet. <laughs> you win the internet. That's right. It's yours. Yay. It's all yours. Starring all wins are yours. <laughs> Starring. I'm as... not sharing. I keep it myself. <laughs> Starring as the lady Tremaine. Kate Blanchett. So, uh, Derek Jacoby was the king. Here's one that surprised me. I didn't even recognize her. Haley Atwell, known as uh, Peggy Carter from the Peggy Carter Shield series and also from the first Mm -hmm. Captain America film. She was Cinderella's biological mother, and I didn't recognize her there. Aww. Uh, Holiday Granger was Anastasia. I don't know who that is, but Sophia McShira was Drizilla. Now, does anyone know that name? No, which name? Sophia McShira. I'm thinking maybe Scottish Pearl mm. might know, or maybe if I name the character she's well known for playing on a TV series, Scottish Pearl might know. 
Scott oh, what's, what's the character? Do you watch... Yeah. And I, I just lost the character's name, so hold on a second. I, I, it's, you want me to like me to tell? Uh, Daisy Mason. Do you watch yes. Downton Abbey? Oh, yes! Daisy, the little kitchen maid, was yes. Drusilla. Now, oh this, my this movie was full of people from Downton Abbey because Lily yes. James was Ella. Her name was Ella, not Cinderella. And, of course, yes. uh, Lily James plays the cousin, the niece to to the Downton family that lives with them now. So yes. I forgot the niece's name. You know it off the top of the head before I do a quick... Search here. Um, no, there's so many names. <laughs> Lady Lady Rose. There we go. There we go. I like Downton. So uh, Downton's actually featured in our intro now. You know that. That's uh, who you're hearing in the intro. They're saying, I guess I'm now an outsider. It's Maggie uh, Smith. That one I that one I did catch. The one that I yeah. the one I can't figure out is the, the the very first clip. That's from Flight of the Concords, which is a New Zealand. Uh, a New Zealand comedy that was featured on HBO for three years. It's off the air now, but it is absolutely hilarious. I, I'm sad still that, that that it got canceled, but uh, I've heard the it's, series, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff. You can find that online. It's on. Uh, I don't know if you have if you have Amazon streaming, Amazon Prime. It's on there. I don't know if it's on Netflix right now, but it's well worth a watch. It is completely ridiculous. It's uh, it's definitely got a a. Um, Monty Python feel to it at times. It's but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. If you if you just want something really dumb to watch one night, it's good. Well, maybe we'll talk dumb stuff in just a moment here. But uh, all right. But everyone knows the plot of the series for uh, for Cinderella. Her parents die. Her mom dies. Her father remarries. Lady Trelana. He dies. They make her the servant. She falls in love with the prince. He he sets up the ball just so that he can see her again, and beside the fact that he has to find a wife. And we know the story. The fairy godmother, played perfectly by Helena Bonham Carter, uh, transforms everything. They even use the mice. They use the lizards. They use the pumpkin, just like they do in the Disney cartoon. The one thing which, the little twist I liked. Should I spoil it for you guys? Yeah. Ah, sure, you, you, yeah, you ruined the shoes already, so go ahead. Well, it's no! Regarding, <laughs> it's regarding I'm going to take my headphones out. Regarding the shoes, okay. Of course. Sounds like the name of a new movie, Regarding the Shoes. Uh, yes, that's the next action film that Steven Spielberg's doing. Romancing the Stone. Oh, sounds good. Regarding the Shoes. Um, with Liam Neeson. I'm going to chase you with my glass shoes on. Liam Neeson and Harrison Ford, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> well, of course, everyone knows that the prince goes out and he has all the ladies try on the glass slipper. And, of course, no one has a perfect fit. They actually have a logical reason for it. They say that this magical glass slipper is attuned just to Cinderella so that even if someone else was close it would shrink or it would enlarge itself so that that foot wouldn't be a perfect fit until it found Cinderella. That makes sense. Yeah. Being a magical thing. Yeah, she's like that. 
Yeah, I guess she was like that. So, but it, it was a fun film. I mean, for for what it was, and I mean, I'm not a big Cinderella fan. I, I give it a an eight out of ten. It was entertaining. It kept my attention. It was a Disney film. It was clean. Of course, I had the problem that I had all the idiots sitting around me this time, but I did have a supply of idiot magnet cards. So, (laughs) Now, Ed, are you familiar with those? Idiot magnet cards? Idiot magnet cards. No, you got that's a new one on me. What's that? Well, if you've listened to the Media Outsiders long enough over the years, anytime I go to the movie theater... I attract all the idiots. <laughs> I'm, I'm an idiot magnet. The people, okay. the people that like to kick your seat, they sit behind me. The people that oh. sit there and shake their popcorn buckets or they eat, they sound like they were born in a barn, they sit behind me. So I have printed up <sighs> business cards, and it says, "I am an idiot magnet. I attract all the idiots." <laughs> And then on the back is the line from Firefly that there is a special level in hell created for child collectors <laughs> and people that talk in theaters. <laughs> and I hand these cards out to people. I don't say a word. I just turn around. I hand them the card. <laughs> and then a lot of times people, they, a couple of times, and I've mentioned this, of course, you don't know who's sitting in front of you, right? Really? You never pay attention. You, you just see someone sitting there, right? Yeah. I might have some punk kind of like get all up and think he's going to be a big man until I stand up. And once again, six foot four, 200 plus pounds. When a little just, five foot just, two person stands up and sees me at six foot four, they sit down real fast. I was just thinking that. I'm thinking you, you could get away with that. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm thinking I, I need to contact the directors of the Jack Reacher series and tell them, forget Tom Cruise, cast me as Jack Reacher. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I always seem to sit near the, the the guy who thinks he's on Mystery Science Theater. He's got a best friend next to him, and he's got to point out everything in the movie that he thinks is absolutely hilarious. They're always sitting behind me. Yeah. Always. So you need to make yeah. up some idiot cards. Idiot magnets. I think I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like that idea. It's good. I've also, I have a friend of mine. Uh, a lot of people have heard of her named Callie Lewis. Her and her business partner, partner in Dallas have created little cards they stick on car windshields for the people that don't know how to park in a parking lot. So I have those cards too. So I just love handing out things. Uh, like one of the a friend of mine has. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Kendar. A friend of mine has uh, something like that for people who park so close to his car that he can't get in. Yeah. And it's a picture of Mickey Mouse on it, and the saying is, thank you for parking so close to my car. Next time, maybe you can leave me a can opener. Oh, that, that's a cute one. Maybe I'll have to tell Callie that saying when they make up more. The one I have is, uh, I applaud you for your parking job. For someone who has been must have been scratched or attacked by a, a pack of ferrets while parking, you parked excellent. If you didn't have the ferrets, then you're a crappy parker or something like that. (laughs) And I'd leave this on windshields. So, but yes, um, 
I attract all the idiots, and it happened. This movie, movie as well. So, in, it's strange in our movie theater. In it's stadium seating, and I'm sure a lot of people have stadium seating theaters in their places now. You know, you walk in, and there's that little entrance hallway, right? And then, no. then the stairs go right up the side, right? Mm-hmm. Up at the top. There's always just two seats right there at the top of the entrance hall by themselves. That's where I sit, where I'm trying to be out of people's way. The back is to me. I don't have people directly in front of me because if I were to step down, I'd fall 12 feet into the entrance hall. You'd think that I'm out of the way of everyone. Still, the idiots have to somehow magnetize them out over toward me. They got, they got directions to your seat. Yeah, I mean, I'm walking up there. I limp up the stairs with my cane. And I, even the senior citizens, they have to gravitate toward me. I mean, it, it, <laughs> they're kind of like the zombies from The Walking Dead. They just, ah, there's Bruce. Ah, let's go get him. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah. I, I need to pay for them just to have a private showing of a theater just for me. There you go. And here's the other thing. I'm sold. I mean, I go on a Friday. I go to the very first showing. All the kids should be in school, right? Not when you're there, right? Not when I'm there. No. <laughs> you would it's, think it skips school it skips school to bug you day. Every every movie day, yep. I'm I'm really scared for what's gonna happen this Friday. This Friday is a big, very popular film coming out that I'm reviewing, Insurgent. Which one? The second Sorry, of which the, one? Insurgent, the second of the divide of the Divergent series. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm sure they're going to let schools out on a national holiday just to come <laughs> bug me at the movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have all your uh, junior high kids there. So, I'm going to have to go get some more ink for my printer so I can print more cards, I guess. <laughs> but that's about it. Does anyone else have any final comments here? Well, what, what's your thoughts on the uh, the Walking Dead spinoff? The Walking Dead spinoff. They've announced that it's going to be in Los Angeles. And I read an interview just yesterday, actually, that they said that it's going to take place a little bit before where the first series picked up. Yeah. So we might actually see a little touch more toward how the government and everything handled the outbreak. I'm looking forward to it for one reason, because... uh, in fact, I'm going to have to look this up here just to see if they gave it a name. I heard one name. I'm just not sure. So let me take a look at something here first. But the one, potential names for the show? Yes. One of the actresses I really like. It says here Cobalt, Cobalt is the name of the spinoff. Or at least it's co-named that. You said Cobalt or Cobalt? Cobalt. With an L? Cobalt, without with an L. Okay, all right. And it's also been referred to as Fear the Walking Dead. It should be kind of lame, but okay. Uh, it stars Cliff Curtis, 
Kim Dickens, Frank Delane, and Alicia Debnam Carey, who I like. Uh, did anyone see the movie, and I've reviewed it, Into the Storm, I believe it was called, the tornado film? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen that. Nope. No. What about the TV series The 100? Uh, I, I, as you know, I have. But it's on my list, but I haven't watched it yet. This actress is a reoccurring character on The 100 there, Ed. Okay. And she plays Lexa, the leader of the Grounded. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I know who she is. And I like her, so I'll yeah. be watching the series just for that. Yeah, I think they'll do a good job with it. I really do. I mean, they've done some fantastic uh, stuff on, on uh, AMC. Um and I, I think they'll do a good job with this. I mean, it's just going to be a matter of whether they can get people to watch and what night they decide to put it on. And, you know, if they put it up against or up right back to back with The Walking Dead, well, actually, they can't really. Well, I guess they could they could put it after and move uh, Talking Dead later. But uh, no, they they can't do that. I've already told them they can't. You, know, they, you really? Oh, OK. Yeah, okay. because that would be conflicting with TMO. And I mean, they just can't do that. <laughs> you got some pull there, huh? Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But <laughs> so, I don't know. I was I was excited to hear it because I hope they get more into you know. I don't think they're going to explain how it happened, but I I think it'd be kind of cool for them to get into people's first reactions to you know the whole outbreak and and. Um, That'd be kind of a fun thing to go into, you know, people who've never seen a person turn or have never seen a zombie, you know, and, and uh, you know, their, their reaction to it and, and having no background knowledge at all. It'd be, it'd be a fun, uh, fun thing to see, you know. Well, I mean, and you could do a lot with, a lot with it because it's not connected at all to the other one. Well, with, with what happened with The Walking Dead today, it really doesn't matter anymore. I mean, since they all joined hands tonight and jumped off a cliff, I mean... Yeah, yeah, I'm so sure. <laughs> not buying it. I didn't see it yet, but I'm not buying that. <laughs> good try, good try. Scottish Pearl, you probably watched it, didn't you? She... No, I will watch it tomorrow, actually. Well, I- I'm sorry. Every every single person, they all joined hands to do the suicide pack and walked off a cliff. I'm sorry, Pearl. Oh, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. And I don't know. After, after Darryl, how it's been going, I would be, I'd be, I'd, I'd believe more if they all joined some kind of a sewing club. At the way it's been the past couple episodes. Well, that, oh, I know. That, that's what Carol's doing. So, uh, yes. Yeah. scaring children. And Daryl just cried the whole the whole episode. He just he was stopping like a baby the whole episode. Yep. Just so. Oh. That's, that's okay. He'll go in the woods and shoot some things to take it out. The, there you go. The, the real interesting thing of today's episode, and I'm sorry for all these spoilers I'm giving you, but I mean, uh, they, they, they showed Carl re- reading a comic book, and they said, Dad, this character looks like you, so I'm going to chop your hand off. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It could be like. Um, spoilers, right? It could be like, uh, it could be like heroes. They find, they find their, their own story in a comic book. Tonight, tonight was a, I, I will say this in all honesty, 
tonight was a a bloody episode, and that's all I will say. Because I don't want to, well, I don't want to spoil things for people. Uh, I will tell you, zombies died. So, zombies, we shall mourn them. Zombies did die. Yes. Again. So, but some of the stuff that happened in this, they they did uh, recreate from the comic book. And if you've read the comics, you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch the episode. Nothing major, but one very vivid action scene from the comics was recreated. So, all right. Any final comments? Uh, not that I can think of. That was, uh, that's what I wanted to touch on. So I'm good. Anybody else? No, I do want to thank everyone. Oh, there is something we forgot to do. And I have to do this just to keep my promise each week, don't I? I do want to remind people to stick around since in Scottish Pearl, you missed our new introduction, didn't you? Yes, I did. Stick around. I'm going to play it again for you afterwards. And we have a new closing thing as well. Once again, thank you, Ed, for creating those. Right, right. But before we do that, we have our little bit of advertising we have to do each week, so please stand by. If you're looking for the perfect gift for someone, look no further than movementjewelry.etsy.com. At movementjewelry.etsy.com, every piece is handcrafted by Hex Van Isles, one of the stars of Fox TV's reality show, Utopia. Necklaces, rings, bracelets, you'll find them all at movementjewelry.etsy.com. And also, Hex donates all the net profits to a charity in need in the Detroit area. So at movementjewelry.etsy.com, you can help someone at the same time as getting a great gift. So that's movementjewelry.etsy.com. And help Hex help someone in need. And uh, she is working right now, still making more jewelry. I talked with her a little bit earlier before the show, so go out there and buy some jewelry. All right, well, no final comments. Then it is time for the lovely Megan to close us out. We will be back next week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about the next of the Divergent movies. And uh, maybe all those people that walked off the cliff on The Walking Dead, maybe they they found mattresses <laughs> on the bottom. I don't know. <laughs> so, but until then, here is lovely Megan to take us out. Thank you for joining us on The Media Outsiders. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on iTunes. Search for The Media Outsiders. Also, follow us on Twitter at Media Outsiders. Join us each Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central. The talk show ID is 81865. This is the lovely Megan, and we will see you next time. Robot. Online. Standing by. Return to docking bay and power down.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.